When you use Basecamp to run projects, people know what to do, people know where things are, and you stay on top of everything all the time. It is the Chicago Verse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Jaime Black, welcome to Chicago. Part two of our broadcast tonight, and we are here with Roy French. How are you doing? Chilling. I'm good. I'm all right. You're good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm great. I'm glad. You know, I was just telling uh, Ben here that we, it's been a long time coming to have him on the podcast, and it's very much the same for you. Yeah. Uh, You are an artist who I've had recommended to me a few times by different people, including Asha Mosley, who's a friend of the podcast, Mm. and... uh, and I'm glad that we're finally able to make this happen. Hey. So, so welcome. Shouts to them. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Dude, absolutely. Uh, and you got here like like 15 minutes early. You were like so on time, so friendly, man. I love it. That's yeah, the kind man. of thing that like... I was looking forward to seeing what this is going to be like. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and you got a... Was it Charizard or Charmander? Oh, this is um Char- Charmander. Charmander. No, yeah, this is Charmander. Charizard is the bigger one. The bigger one. Okay. Yeah, yeah so... We're covering, <laughs> we're covering real important topics here. Um... But right on, man. Thank you for coming up. So uh, we're going to talk about like the music you have happening now, the projects that you're doing. I know you're very active, very busy, but let's, again, start with the beginning. Like, When did music kind of come into your life? When did that start happening? For you? Um, actually, music started coming into my life when I was like, I'll say 14 or 15. I was living in Jersey. I was born in Chicago, but I moved to Jersey like when I was like seven. Stayed there till like 15. When I was 14, my homies dissed me on the track on some playing, on some fun. Can I curse? Yeah. On some playing fun shit. And um, they they thought I wasn't going to come back, but I came back with a with, with a lot of heat. Wait, 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 wait. Let me, hold on. <laughs> you were living in Jersey. Your friends in Chicago did a diss track on you. No, nah, nah, you not came my back. friends in Chicago. My friends in Jersey. Oh, know? okay. Yeah, so. I, I was, I thought that like you moved to Jersey and then like someone did a diss track here and you're like, that's it. I'm moving to Chicago. Nah. <laughs> this aggression will not stand. Nah, I was going. Be I was going back and forth right. to, from Jersey to Chicago because my mom had um, a job in producing and stuff in TV, so it was like very like hard to stay in one place. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and it, you could, you, pro- you guys probably are familiar with um, Reggie P or you know people like Dash or some. They those was the one who dissed me on my on my first track, who actually made me want to like just go hard. And my so that home, was what lit the fire. Yeah, yeah, exactly what lit the fire. We was like using instrumentals, Easy E, uh, real motherfucking G's, and mm-hmm. all that type of shit, just going at each other. I'm like, man, fuck this. I'm gonna go crazy, and I'm gonna go crazy and show y'all that I'm way better than what y'all are trying to think I am. You know? Yeah. So, dude, yeah. I love it. Living well is the best mind. revenge, though. Yeah. And rapping definitely. well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um. So. so when did you get back to Chicago from Jersey? Um. When I was like 15. Okay. Like my. Eighth grade year, last right eighth grade year, yeah. and you've been here since then. Yep. Um, when did you, was that? When you started putting out like the actual tracks? Um, I started putting out my own like mixtapes and stuff like in high school. Okay. Like, my first one, you can like look on that Piffy's Optimistic, and then after that, it was um, uh, I came out with something called Amazing, mm-hmm. which really put me on. Where I had Seasick like do all the beats and stuff. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Seasick. And then I came out with Face God, where I actually put my put my face on the scene to like the whole Chicago, which got me on like Respect magazine and um the reader wrote about me, yeah. Leon Gear wrote about me. So that was that was kind of my first foot in the game of Face God. So yeah. So you're in high school when this is starting. Yeah. Like, did that get you recognition in high school? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely recognition. Definitely kept my 
Like if if I wasn't if I ain't got no getting get no money, I was selling my mixtapes and that was making sure like my pockets was fed. So, so it's I that be, hustle. I'll be getting weed and be set at high school. I wouldn't be like that <laughs> depressed guy that right. just walk around looking for life and shit. I was just already set because I knew what I wanted. I knew what I wanted to do at a young age, and I just, I just kept going with it. You know, I just kept on the hustle. Well, that's such an amazing advantage <laughs> to have, honestly, because like. If you find out what you want to do when you're in grade school, when you're in middle school, when you're in high school, like yeah. you got a you got a good head start. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So you're active now. Yeah. You're doing quite a bit now. Um, you released two projects this year, or more than this two month. projects. Well, two projects. Last 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 two months. As a in career. the last two months. And like this year, I released like five of them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Seriously. So let's let's start breaking this down. Are you just always in the studio? Are you recording at home? Bring us into the process. I have, I, I've ha- I had a setup at the studio, but some circumstances happened where I don't have it anymore. So now my homie, who used to work at Classic Studios, mm-hmm. um, Devontae Robinson, he uh, he's like our in-house you know, engineer and producer. So we go to the Trap Castle and just record there every day. He has anytime he has, you know, if he's not with his family. So that's just like... All balls out, you know. Whoever got got something to do and record, we doing it. You know, so just every day. Yeah, every day. Every day. Every day. Anytime and we can. <laughs> and that's how you're able to put out like five projects in one year. Yeah, and sometimes I don't want to put the music out because I don't know how to put it out, and I just be like stuck in my my moods and stuff because people, you know, don't give the recognition that you're supposed to get in the time that you want to get it. So I'll be like holding on the project. So mm-hmm. some of the stuff that I hold is like a year old or something, and I put out this year. I don't know. So. I'd be wishy-washy. So, okay. <laughs> so let's talk about the strategy behind putting out that much music. Like, you know, what is the response like or what are you looking to accomplish when you have a steady stream of music versus like, you know, like one project every year and a half? Um, I guess I'm, I'm just trying to make my cult following more loyal to me. Mm-hmm. That's, what I'm, that's what I'm trying to create, a more, a more solid fan and cult following because... I mean, the, I mean, the blogs, they're cool, but the people are who come to you, you know? Sure. So you have to have that via direct, easy place to go to somebody, you know? So that's how I have that. That's, that's what I trust in, you know what I'm saying, my, my people. So it's kind of it's, it's more so just put out to via Twitter or SoundCloud more so than just like... Just get, direct to fan. Yeah, just direct to fan. Or sometimes I send uh, voice memos or I mess. I mean, I message like files that, that my producer and my engineer sends me just straight to my fans and stuff so that's amazing yeah okay let's talk about that like that is incredible to me like if i had an artist that was like my favorite artist right mm-hmm. and they texted me one of their songs i've never heard of an artist doing that yeah that's yeah. like an untapped distribution model yeah in my that, that's like a that's like that connection that you're supposed to have though with people like mm-hmm. they're, they're your family anytime you anytime they enjoy your stuff you want them to hear it first so you can hear it tell them so they can tell you what they feel about it you know? and you get feedback from them yeah of does course. that impact your like process your writing yeah i mean it, it makes me feel good it makes me go back in and do more i mean the most that actually something can do for you like when you put music out is make you do more you know and you know so that you can get, get more shows get more people to look at you get you know more um more people looking at your message you know that's the main focus i think you do a lot of shows around the city right mm-hmm. i feel like i see your name at a lot of events Word. things like that yeah. how many events are you doing like where are some of the spaces you're playing bring us into that um I play I play at a lot I like playing at a lot of house shows mm-hmm. but recently I've did um the Metro with Lil Uzi Vert uh famous Which is X, huge. ugly guy yeah That was a that big was, deal show. That was that was huge. I can't stand that was really big. Um the other one was at Lincoln 
it was, I don't think it was at Lincoln Tower. It was at Portage Theater mm-hmm. um, with um, who, uh, Made in Tokyo. Um, that was big. Um, Reggie's is a, is a favorite place to do something at. Reggie's is dope. Our yeah. producer, Julia, here is an intern at Reggie's. Oh, word. Dope. Yeah. That's dope. <laughs> she's like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's live tweeting this. She can be like, hi, I mentioned me right now on the stream. <laughs> Um, yeah, Reggie's is a great space, though. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. It's, like, very classic. So you, I mean, just what I was looking at today when I was, like, you know, doing prep for this, like, yeah. I know you had, what was it, Legend of Little Lit. That was last month, and then most recently it was Alien Rockstar, right? Is yeah, that the order? The, no, most recently was the Legend of Little Lit, and okay. the last month was the Alien Rockstar. Gotcha. Yeah. So... I mean, I feel like those projects both got some recognition, though, individually, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, not not as big as I want. I'm still, I'm still, it's still more coming. I mean, I'm being patient. I'm really not like jumping the gun on this. I'm just putting music out now. But yeah, it's got some recognition. It's got some great recognition. Are you like already looking like okay? Right now, we're recording the end of August. Are you like first week of September? I got like a new tape, and then like last week of September, yep. I got another one. Yep. That's crazy. Yep, me and Justin are planning <clears throat> right now on something like two of them. Like it's, um, I'm making one called "I Think I'm Okay" and I'm making one called "Room." How many songs on each of those? Ten. Ten. Yeah, just simple ten. So, I almost feel like what you're doing is almost like a podcast model, where right. you're releasing like a consistent stream because most musicians are not doing like a monthly release model. Right. Um, but I think that's interesting. Like you know, to me, I wish kind of more artists would like. Like, you look at this giant weight that, of course, everybody had for Frank Ocean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. in a different universe, if there Long was, like, a Frank years. Ocean tape every month or something, people would lose their mind. Yeah, definitely. Or people would get tired. Well, and, and that was going to be my next question. Is like, do you ever <laughs> worry about oversaturating kind of um, your fan base? I don't. Okay. I don't worry about oversaturating my fan base because um, I haven't put out music in a minute to where I'm serious about it, you know? So if I put out a project to people... Uh, I'm very confident. I'm very like happy about. It. I'm gonna tell everybody about it. Like it's the next big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm not worried about being oversaturating people because I know humans have a short attention span of forty to two minutes. You know, I don't really. Well, and I guess that that's another way of looking at it too. Is like people cycle through content and entertainment and yeah. media so quickly now that it's like that you almost kind of maybe have to be releasing that much just to stay in front of them. Yeah, of course. Like. I mean, look at look at um, you can't just be one. You just can't have one thing. No, you know what I'm saying you just can't. But you also have to be very smart with thinking about how humans think. You got to put yourself in another human being's mind. Right, do you want to listen to this for this long? Is it getting boring now? You know, you got to think like how Tyler Creator does his stuff. He does so much, and, and then, he's a genius, and puts out random like stuff you wouldn't even expect what he's gonna put out next. Like it can be a video with somebody. He's gonna he's doing some dumb shit. He's putting out a clothing line. It's, it's crazy. Well, and his branding and his the community that he has cultivated. It's it's really really smart. Exactly. Uh, let's talk about the sound that you've cultivated. Mm. You know, on that note, like you have this like really trippy, spacey kind of like very I think unique aesthetic in your music. Dope. What like, would you call it? It's it's real hypnotic. It's real trippy. It's real like I don't know what the word I would use to peg it if I was a single word, but it's it's trippy. It's got like it's drippy. It's drippy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's in, in what you sent us. Like, talk about like how did you come up with that sound and how do you kind of like create in that? Um, I like listening to a lot of old classic stuff like Three Six, uh, Mr. Koopsta, um, A Bar, MJG, Project Pat. 
fucking do or die. Do or die, man. Chicago legends. Chicago, yeah. yeah, real Chicago legends. Fucking um, just people with flow. Mm-hmm. A lot of people with flow and um, player, player. You know, real off the tongue to them. You know, people that can actually put a um, a visual in front of you in the simplest, coolest way possible, and make right. you want to you know be in that visual. So that's 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 how I like. That's how I like position myself in music. You know, something I did that day, I want to make it a visual. So that's the song. If I, if it's something I did that day, uh, I I feel like that's really accurate though, because I but think your music does invoke kind of like an aesthetic and it invokes a visual when you're mm-hmm. listening to it. I was telling you before the mics were on, man. I was listening to Hula Hoop for like an hour yeah. when I was doing the prep today, and, and like, that's that crazy. So like, good. You're the first one that actually told me about that song, and that's one of my favorite songs. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Like. You know, I was listening to the whole tapes, but like that one, I like, you know, like when you're writing, like I'm writing like the prep and I've got that on the background and I'm listening and then you have a song finish and you go, wait, wait, what was that? I got to go back to that. Yeah. And I open the other tab and I'm like, all right, let's hit that again. And yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a couple times. Yeah, man. That's like my, um, that's like my conception of what I feel like this rap shit is like, this entertainment shit is like, like fuck this with all this entertainment and being in front of shit, like touch a heart, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Actually bring people up, make a change in some shit, you know what I'm saying? Make people think better in some shit. Don't make people just be dumb and shit, you know? Yeah. So that's what Hula Hoops is about for me. And so you've got new projects on the way Yeah. from when we're talking right now. Like, do you think you're just releasing music through the end of the year? Like, what's on deck for you? I'm definitely releasing something in, in September. Okay. I'm definitely releasing something in September. Um, Probably two, maybe. Maybe uh, a mixtape with two songs on each song, or maybe um, just like individually. But I don't know, I want to do some fun shit and put a visual on some shit too. And who are some of the artists in the, you know, you've got Justin here, he's a collaborator of yours, but like, who else are you collaborating with in the city? Who are other artists that you're connecting with, other artists that you like, you know? Um, definitely coll- coll- collaborating with, you know, anybody in Drip Gang, DJ Earn Money. Um, Earn Money, man. We've got him, uh, Julia, do we have him? Booked yet? Um, I think so. Okay. He's coming on soon. Okay. We're in talks. Earn money, man. That's that's happening soon. Yeah, that's my homie, DJ Earn Money, a.k.a. DJ Sus. <laughs> Pepperoni we need, nipples. We need DJ drops on this show. <laughs> we need, like, like Dynasty podcasts and, like, Air Horn. Yeah. We're going to work on that. Yeah, All right. So who else? Buttons. Yeah. <laughs> we, need the bu- we need, like, the morning show. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Okay, so go um, on. Earn, <laughs> um, I have seen um, he does. He's like a sharp seven seven point shooter. He can do, do so much. Um, who is Fluffy uh, King? And who's here? Yeah, who's here? Fluffy, friend of the podcast. Yes, yeah, King yeah. Fluff. Um, a bunch of other people. We got a lot of stuff coming out with um, Warhol, Nike, Nike Boy Swoosh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cool people. So a lot of people, man. A lot of people. I, I want to get. I a lot of people. Listen. A lot of projects. Yeah, definitely, man. Where can people find everything you're doing? I feel like your Twitter is a good space, but yeah. is there like Twitter or SoundCloud backslash Roy French? And we should note on your Twitter, at least. I don't know if this is the case on the SoundCloud. On the Twitter, Roy French has a zero for Roy the French has a zero. You can't the find the real. You can't find the real Roy French if you put a R O Y because he's. Took took my um, Twitter and he's like five years old or ten years old, but I'm still at his neck. We at his <laughs> neck. <laughs> so you got we tried to send emails to him and everything. He ain't responding. We at you, Roy French. I just I'm envisioning like Vincent Adult Men from uh, from BoJack Horseman <laughs> like stealing Twitter accounts. Yeah. Uh, so R zero Y. Yeah. F R E N C H. Yeah. Right on, man. 
Um, dude, I love what you're doing. I love the sound. It's so weird. It's so drippy, to mm-hmm. use your term, man. Yeah. And I think it's just got this great hypnotic like aesthetic and approach to it, man. It's very cool. I'm Thanks, glad we bro. got to have you on. Hey, man, I'm glad you had me on. Yeah. Man, Let's do this cool. again as you have new stuff, like connect at South by, connect before the end of the year, like yeah, wherever man, we do I'm it, a, man. I'm going to hit you up and email you like, man, I want to come bring some stuff to y'all, like personally. How was Text that? me those new songs. Cool. Got you. I'm all for it. All right. I love it, man. Uh, Roy French, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Sweet. Woo! You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.